0: Welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am
1: Jesse, as always. As always. Jesse, happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. This is our first Galentine's Day, not celebrating in person for a minute. Um, for several years, yeah. No- so I know we're gonna get more into Valentine's Day here in a minute, but what are you what are you sipping on over there?
0: Uh my cocktail today is so uh i wanted i knew i wanted to do a cocktail of some sort for Valentine's day and so our dear friend friend of the podcast sheila got me i think i mentioned it before it's called the drunken botanist and it's all about booze and weird plants i don't know if we
1: have mentioned it but yeah she got uh, our friend sheila who has been on the podcast before she got us both uh super thoughtful gifts yeah. for christmas like, and made us cry a lot and she got yeah. me one that's like texas and tequila um and it taco has like, and like her taco tub yes tacos and tequila but it's all from texas um restaurants like local restaurants in texas um and then yeah you got the botanist one it's called the
0: drunken botanist yeah, yeah. it's all
1: about yeah. Um, Like the different plants that are used to make different
0: spirits and then different like flavorings and also just like some recipes. Mm -hmm. So in there, there was a recipe for an old fashioned, which is, you know, a cocktail I've had, pretty simple cocktail I've had on numerous occasions. But I, to my knowledge, have always had an old fashioned with simple syrup. But this recipe called for a sugar cube instead. That you poured the bitters, you like splash the bitters directly on the sugar cube, and then a little bit of mutter, water, and then muddle it, and then put in your bourbon, and then it was like old-fashioned purists would not want to put fruit in it, but like you know a real it said a real italian maraschino cherry which to me i think it probably means a luxardo cherry right uh and not like a sunday cherry like is really good and complements it but every time i've ever had an old-fashioned i think it's had a cherry and an orange peel so i thought that's interesting that this is like apparently the og old-fashioned recipe and i was like so maybe i want to try that and then i got to thinking well i like to zhuzh it up a bit for Valentine's day so i was like how can i zhuzh this up and i was like i know instead of using a sugar cubes i will use conversation hearts but (gasps) so i but since it's Valentine's day so i bought some conversation hearts and i will say they don't muddle conversation hearts they are hard as rocks they're not like a sugar cube they still have not dissolved in my drink. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, it's been probably pushing a half hour since I've made it. So uh, I've got another backup, just bitters and water and conversation hearts. I also didn't realize that there's like different colors and presumably maybe different flavors. Different, And then of course, four Luxardo cherries. Did you name it? Oh, no. I mean, it's just an old fashioned really, but like, I guess old-fashioned love song oh that um, was fast well uh because it's a song i've ripped it off that's why it was fast
1: um so uh, my i'm not drinking a beer which should make jesse really happy i was out of town this morning and there was maybe a little bit of up in the air on whether jesse was going to actually be home to record this and so i made a little pit stop on my way home and picked up a very cheap it was like eight dollars for this very large how big is this 1.5 liters Oh, and
0: a half. so that's two regular bottles of wine
1: two regular bottles of wine for eight dollars um and it's a pink moscato and i was kind of expecting it to be gross um but it's real good um, but it is sad uh, that I'm here drinking it by myself. But I picked it up because it was pink, and I just ended up with, like Moscato. So, yeah. So I am sitting here drinking, you know, a uh, large bottle of wine by myself, and I am eating my favorite, my new favorite chocolate. I picked up a bar that at the store as well, and that's my little Valentine's Day treat.
0: I don't have a snack. Here's the um, thing: the snack that I want is not realistic to eat right now. That's fair. It's a big- i want to interject that in case anyone thought that was an innuendo i was just thinking earlier like five minutes before we recorded like i should make a baked potato and then i was like that's now's not a good time
1: now's not the time now's not the time to yeah. make a fucking entire baked well potato. when i thought when i thought you were coming well, we're possibly going to be here i was like oh my gosh like in the past we always have like a pretty good spread for about yeah, we
0: usually have like a charcuterie
1: a charcuterie Uh we did waffles one year yeah we did like Uh, like a a waffle waffle bar
0: yeah we did Uh, like a brunch one year
1: i i Uh do like chocolate covered strawberries for us a lot of time so Uh. i was i was kind of panicking thinking like oh my gosh what can i throw together i
0: like having an excuse to
1: have a fancy party yeah just like do like again like everyday random excuse to we like to celebrate do something this is a bit off topic um but i think we probably before we go any further in the episode should tell the listeners our exciting news uh well i don't know what it is so you do know what it is um guys we are uh so we're in comp prep oh Bye. yeah we're officially <laughs> in- oh yeah okay um we're we're on the same page now we're on the page um uh, we're in comp prep And we have our first press passes of 2023. We're going to a new con this year, and it's fairly local to both of us, which is exciting because we like to support local, you know, conventions, and it's easier for us to get to, obviously, as well. And we know people going to it, which is also exciting because we'll get a visit with uh, some of our con friends. But we are going to be covering Evil Con in Evansville, Indiana. Uh, the last weekend of March this year. So we're super excited about that. Uh, we, we've got some new cosplays. We kind of weren't planning to do new cosplays because it just happened. And then we talked about it a little bit and decided that we could come up with something really quickly. So we're working on new cosplays. And so that's always exciting. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's always nice to
0: get press passes. And we're super stoked. We've heard a lot of good things about this convention. Mm-hmm. uh it's probably our first more anime focused convention so we're kind yes.
1: of you know interested to dip our toes into we've talked about our friend Kinsey on the podcast before mm-hmm. she drew um some fan art for us she was like our first listener email and we got to like hang out with her at dragon con this year like she's you know she's a she's a ride or die we love her but she has talked about going to this con before and we're like why have we never been why have we never been so we decided this year um would be a great I year guess, to try it out i think it's just
0: because like anime cons are not necessarily on our radar because yeah, they we kinda, have... we're always
1: like is this right for us right like
0: especially when we're going at like you know when we get passes when they you know but right. we but we cover asked, all cosplay uh, so and we kind of looked at their past things and we you know Yeah, like we looked at some of the past stuff and we asked Kinsey, you know, if we didn't do something strictly anime, would it be like, would we be okay? Like what, you know, especially if we're not competing and, you know, she was like, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much of it is anime, what kind of, you know, people there is. So I think we're going to do one, we're definitely going to do one new costume a piece. And then probably one old re- revamp or just rewear an old right. one. It seems kind of late to me that this is going to be our first con of the year, but also it's all, like it's the third month of the year. And I think but it's, it's,
1: but because- it's, I mean, it's not though, because last year our first con of the year was like April 16th and 17th. So yeah, I don't, think I think, yeah, I think it just seems
0: because like the first couple of years we did the pot, like, well, the first year that we did the podcast, you know, we had C2E2 in
1: February. Right. And I last think, year, so and last year we had been to C2E2 in like late or, or middle December. December. Yeah. Like, so we had a con that, yeah. there to break it up. Right. Yeah. Like
0: a non con season con. Right. Con
1: I was like, Yeah, I think maybe that could be
0: a goal for 2023. I think we should try to get to a Christmas con this year.
1: Yeah, we've talked, we've talked about it and we're, uh, we unfortunately, we really wanted to try to make it to Katsu this weekend, which this will be airing about CatsuCon it? time.
0: K- no, CatsuCon's next weekend. It's probably Yeah, next
1: weekend. So it'll be airing about Katsu time. Um, we're not going to make it to KatsuCon this year, but no. we're going to make it a goal for next year. We just need yeah. to plan more and a for just, it.
0: Yeah, we just, with the holidays, like, we need to talk about it in, like, October. Like now. <laughs>
1: but yeah, well, like, like now. after Dragon Con, honestly. Right. We're kind of looking at maybe um going to hall map this year in december but we're gonna have to do some looking into that a little bit more so that yeah. would be one that would maybe break things up so we've got some different things in the works but we're excited for our first con of the year for sure and um, yeah. keep your eyes open on cosplay updates yeah, and all that was, stuff
0: what? was our last con dragon Con? yeah
1: um hey Jesse, you feeling curious about anything over there
0: uh, i am feeling curious about something something what i am curious about what do you think is the most romantic song i
1: already i got it i'm i'm ready i might regret this later i i feel like so i know Why, some not, there are no stakes here i don't know what there I know, would be i regret. know but I might you work. Know, like I feel like I know that a lot of times you come up with this like immediately but I also think that the way your brain works these are things that you have thought about before everything is something I've thought about before <laughs> there are things that I haven't thought about before so and these aren't things that I think about normally so I always am like oh let me answer really quickly and then I'm always like wait no that's not it damn it I had your answer, you know what I mean. So my immediate response, and I think I don't think I th- I don't think this is wrong. Uh, my, in my opinion, the most romantic song is uh, "Your Song" by Elton John. That's my answer.
0: I, I think it's wrong.
1: It's one uh, of my favorites. Yours is gonna be classical music.
0: Uh, oh, I don't know. First of all, I wouldn't really consider any particular piece of classical music to be a song. Okay. Second of all, what are songs that I think are romantic, but like in a, you know, maybe uh, Married with Children by Oasis, because that's another that's like kind of a more realistic, you know, uh, or talk tonight by oasis yeah maybe talk tonight that's one i really like like or maybe saturday night waltz uh which is classical music uh, i think it's pretty romantic uh uh yeah maybe saturday night waltz or talk tonight maybe uh would be my Or like The Wanting Comes in Waves by the Decembris, which is like sad, but also romantic. It'd be hard for me to pick just one. Those are the ones that immediately come. I'm like you in this position. Those might be wrong. There might be something else I think of, but. (laughs) See, I told you. I said I like something that's not like sappy or you know what? At My Most Beautiful by R.E.M. I really like that one too i like ones that are like re like realistic love songs you know not ones that are just like you're the most amazing beautiful person in the world like ones that are like listen you're kind of a piece of shit but i put up with you anyway
1: because that's realistic that's what love actually is there it is ladies and gentlemen um so guys for today's episode um we had some follower questions um that were sent to us uh kind of pertaining to Valentine's day and so it kind of spurred us into just kind of like a conversation about female friendships in fandom we're aware that that's a lot of f's it's a difficult phrase to say the female uh, fandom
0: friendships or female friendships in fandom
1: the triple f so today's episode is kind of going to be about the triple f and we're just going to kind of ask each other some questions and riff and see where it goes Hmm. I'll ask some of. I'll ask a couple of our uh listener ones first. Do yeah,
0: the listener ones first because I always think they're more interesting. Because neither of us came up with them.
1: Right. Um. So let's see. Let me pick one. What female from fandom would you invite over for Valentine's Day, and why? Any female from
0: fandom. Yeah. We invite over for Valentine's Day okay I guess here's my question before we answer these can we (laughs) define can't well can we define fandom I think it would be anything I I mean anything pop
1: culture I think so I was gonna say like because fandom's such a loose term because I was gonna say anything that we would cosplay from but that's a lot so yes, that's what I'm
0: saying so like but like also I think that's valid because that's kind of what I was thinking like the reason why I asked is because my immediate thought was Leslie Nope, just because oh, that's yeah. kind of where n- not that that's like the character I would want to hang out the female character I would want to hang out with the most no, she say. would
1: appreciate a Valentine's Day party the most right?
0: like, and like the idea of it is just so nice like you know I think it's nice to have a holiday that's all about celebrating love but also like the focus on like romantic love is a bummer especially for people who are single for sure and so that's why I think it's so nice it's a chance to focus on you know your friendships because like you know like I there is such a focus for whatever reason be it in like society or just like the way things have been traditionally on like a romantic relationship being your most important relationship right and like you know my relationship with my boyfriend is very important to me I just as much need you in my life as I need him in my life you know like if not more, and so I think the thing about Valentine's Day that is nice is saying, like, it is perfectly healthy to, like, have these other relationships and have, you know, and to celebrate them, and, you know, like, also there are things that, like, you and I may want to do that are super fun that my boyfriend would be miserable, so why... Mm -hmm put him through that in the name
1: of I mean, you know, like, yeah i think i think that you know that you, you you can't rely ever on one relationship anyway to get everything right, right it's not realistic i think that like women need other women in their lives and right. you know just as much as men need other men in their lives but and that doesn't make those relationships any less important like right, right. every like, relationship so serves a different purpose and i think they all should be celebrated yeah what I'm going to do is just go on Vibes alone, and I'm just going to go on my very first, like, the first thing that popped into my mind, um, which is, I think I would invite Claire Frazier from Outlander to my Valentine's Day party. Um, you know, I think she could use a drink. Uh, she's She's got a lot going on. And, uh, you know, if anything bad happens, she's a nurse, so she could, you know, assist medically. Um and i just i like her she like on the show you know in her in her fandom uh she has a good time when she drinks so i think she would be a lot of fun to uh, party with that is that (laughs) it wasn't as philosophical as jesse's but that's my answer well hopefully
0: most of that philosophical drug got cut out of all the female friendships in fandom what friendship do you think that you relate to the most like regarding like our friendship like who do you what friendship do you see our friendship in the most I guess Mm. what female fandom friendship do you think is the most similar to ours okay this one has been very hard for me to think about and Mm -hmm. earlier I was doing some tours around the house kind of thinking about it and I felt really bad because I could think of a lot of male fandom friendships that I would relate us to but no mm-hmm. female friend fandom friendships so I was like mm, that's that's not very progressive like I don't love that vibe okay. but then I started thinking and I was like I don't necessarily think that's on us I think it's the fact that in popular culture female friendships are not very realistic, realistically portrayed if well, I mean, females are
1: always, like, pitted against each other, right? what
0: yeah, I'm saying, like, female friendships, if they're portrayed at all, I don't feel like are always portrayed realistically, right. um, or very often are not portrayed realistically. Anyway, that was just my interesting thought that I had uh, earlier today.
1: So, for me, it's not necessarily a specific... This is gonna sound weird. I think, oh, um, and mine isn't a, a duo necessarily. It's just kind of a vibe from a from um, a friendship That's group. Fair. We didn't say it had to be a
0: two female
1: friendship. Yeah. So um, for me, and this, this is just a movie I really like. So I think it's maybe just when I went to the divine secrets of the is sisterhood. They just they grow up together. And it starts as like very young, you know, as young kids, which we've been friends since we were young kids. And they do stupid shit. They do like, you know, sacrifices. We used to burn shit in the woods. I was just telling my boyfriend
0: that we used to do. And he was like, that's dangerous. <laughs> I like, yeah. We used to get
1: in trouble for like yeah. taking your mom's like pots outside and burning shit in it.
0: It was her salad bowl. She had this giant steel <laughs> salad bowl that she would make like a big, like a garden salad, like a lettuce salad for. We because, burnt like, shit and in it in
1: sacrifices.
0: And we would steal like it. nothing I mean, alive.
1: We, it was always paper we, of some kind. We would steal my dad's.
0: Yeah, like let be those little like goats or cats or like small animals. <laughs> It was like pictures of people either that we did like, that we were burning in tribute, <laughs> uh, that we didn't like. Let's also burning. be clear that we did that.
1: The last time we did that, I was married.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, but this wasn't like, yeah. The last time we did that, we were in our mid-20s. <laughs> but yeah, we would take like my mom's huge salad bowl and my dad's Old Spice aftershave or like brew aftershave as an accelerant. <laughs> like we were serious about it.
1: So for reference, the ones I remember were after we took, we had driver's ed together. And during driver's ed, we also, I don't know how this worked out, but we got to drive together. There was no way we could have rigged it, but it just worked out that we got to drive together in driver's ed, which was a terrible idea because we just harassed.
0: That's what I'm saying. Somebody, somebody fucked up and Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Harkie paid the price.
1: That's um. So after it was over, we had these driver's ed books with our secretary of state's picture, you know, like on the back cover or it's whatever. A road in the road. That's what it's called. Like, it's just
0: like, you you don't get it. Like, it's not a textbook. It's just like, if you go to the DMV. Like a pamphlet.
1: After we finished driver's ed, we burned the picture of our the secretary of state. You know, it really normal 15 year old bullshit. And then later in life, um, you know, there was, there was times in between that experience and then but yeah, yeah we've done it for like a celebrity crush of jesse's from like childhood that died. so all of that to say like in yaya's you know they do all these these ceremonies and these rituals and they bind themselves together. like it's just all very like dramatic as children and they're dramatic as adults and they stay together and they're like you know they they're just they're so tight their entire lives and it's just kind of how i imagine us like even as old ladies they're going out in the woods burning shit and like doing ceremonies and that's just kind of how i imagine us like obviously totally different scenarios like between our different lives but like just the dram- how dramatic they are and how long they've been together that's what reminds me of us
0: uh that was a really good answer thank I, you I didn't think of that because yeah, yeah like that's such a you movie like I watched mm-hmm. the only time I've ever seen it is with you I just remember watching it's just one of those movies I remember watching at your old house like we probably had white chili like I have such distinct <laughs> of eating white chili. Totino's pizza, white chili. Totino's pizza and white chili. Like, like those are like some of my, like, I can still like, this is going to maybe sound a little weird, but like the smell of your old house, like the house where you grew up and your friends, like is so distinctly like burned into my brain. Yeah. Like it like the smell of, like your mom's nail stuff mixed with like white chili that she's cooking
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it, it just is so nostalgic for me
1: and that's what I that's that's what uh, I have that's my answer um,
0: so my answer and I'll say it, and then I'll say what I think is like to me I don't problematic is maybe a stretch I don't mean problematic and like I'll, I'll explain it so okay. what I came up with was Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy from- <laughs> You mean Uh,
1: problematic of the fact that we're not lesbian lovers.
0: Right. Well, and also so, like on the Harley Quinn television show, I really liked the first two seasons of the Harley Quinn television show. I haven't watched the third season yet, so that's why I did not include that. I but to me, I really liked the progression of their friendship. And it did remind me of us because Harley is so outgoing and like knows what she wants. And then ivy on the like is so like she is just like i hate people like i only want to do science like Like, and they bring out the best in each other yeah and that aspect i think like again like the beginning when harley and ivy like reconnect at the beginning of the show that is like ivy's at a point where she's like i literally do not care about any people at all like fuck everyone I just want to do science and like, you know, people are destroying the earth. People don't deserve anything. She has like very little empathy at all. And, you know, Harley brings her around to being able to have like a relationship and, you know, like seeing the good in people. So like, that is the aspect, like, I think that we, you know, like, I think that's the best thing about our relationship is I think we bring out the best in each other. Like, I right. don't think I would make, have made, we like are, the we are mine.
1: very, very different people and we right. bring out different things in each other for sure. I don't
0: think, I think there's, you know, if I didn't have like you and your viewpoint, I think I would be like one of those people that was like, oh like marriage is an institution like you know like made by the government to keep everyone like I'd be like one of those people who's just like or like you know like why are you having kids when the world is overpopulated you know like right like I could be a very like misanthropic person right I think my friendship with you has made me a lot more empathetic and a lot more like, not that I still don't get on my soapbox about things. Right. Which, but then like, that's an aspect of their friendship as well. The part that I don't like about it, like again, both applying to our friendship and the thing I didn't like about in the show is that they eventually become lovers. They eventually become right, women-involved. Right. And I think part of the reason that bothered me so much, first of all, I loved Ivy's relationship with Kite Man. Like Kite Man was adorable. So I loved that. And second of all, um, I think it was the fact that it was just, like I said, it's so rare to find a good representation of a female friendship. Like, yes, they're both like, quote unquote, villains. They're both doing violent things, but Mm -hmm. they are bringing out the best in each other. And so I thought it was a really interesting take on female friendship, something that you don't see. So then when they became romantically involved, I was kind of like, oh, well, like now that aspect is kind of gone for me, like that, there could be a platonic female friendship that was important and a good, strong, lifelong connection, you know? So, you know, like you said, I did, I did not love that when that happened in the show. I know it's in the very prevalent in the comics and that like I don't have you know like clearly I don't have a problem with gay relationships or you know same right. type relationships but it was more just that that specific one because I was so into their friendship and right. that and like seeing it develop and seeing
1: them like you know support each other and be there for each other and so um I have a third listener question um I'm still going to save that last one for the very la- for the okay. very end um, but my third listener question is: What female in fandom would you want to visit, and in their world?
0: Ooh, to visit in their world. This is tricky. Yeah, this is tricky. Oh,
1: or I mean, I guess like, I mean, because I feel like any world in fandom is going to be kind of complicated, or you know like especially like fandoms we like there's going to be like some kind of like <sighs> bad okay. bad situation going on but like which one I'm, who, I'm who would you want I I'm, I I'm taking like, it as who would you want to be friends with in their fandom form oh okay so well that changes things because
0: well i like the in their world specifically i was more focusing on the world
1: i guess okay yeah i'm focusing on the character less of the world okay. i guess okay
0: okay then dana scully fair fair um like like it's said you know i've talked about scully at length before like she is just one of those like i didn't consciously like When I was watching The X Files as a kid, I was more into like the supernatural, you know, like, like
1: not. And Mulder.
0: (laughs) Right. And Mulder. Like, but, you know, like I was into the, you know, that side of things, not the skeptical. Right. But, you know, now as an adult, like I will probably never know, like, what effect that had on me, like seeing and like, like realistically, like going back and watching it as an adult. Scully is such a good example of like what a scientist should be because, yes, she wants logic and she wants evidence. But if she sees something that she cannot explain, she keeps an open mind. She doesn't rule out, like, she's you know, she might say, like, that's a little bit far fetched, or we don't have evidence of that. Like, she reigns in Mulder, mm-hmm. but she never says, like, that's impossible or like you know, that's crazy. Like she just collects evidence and analyzes the evidence that she has. So yeah, I think,
1: I think fully. This was easy for me. Um, Like I said, I kind of, I mean, I don't know. Like it's a world I've always like kind of imagined myself in. That sounds weird, but like as a kid, it was one, like I used to pretend, you know? Um, but mine is Buffy Summers uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think that Buffy is not always a great friend. Um, but and I so I've been listening to this Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, and it's it's called the Rewatcher, and they go back and they've like, it's somebody who watched it um growing up and is going back and re-watching it with their like best friend or whatever. And then they kind of like hash out every episode and I've kind of been listening on on and off and they got really like harsh and like hateful on Buffy and talking about like how she just sucks and like her attitude is bad and like oh my gosh like put me in a bitch and all this stuff and I'm like listen you have to remember like and I know it's all fake obviously but like you have to remember this was written like she's supposed to be a 16 year old girl that has like the weight of the world on her shoulders, you know, like it's only up to her. Like in the show, like it's her, she's the only one. Like, so if she has an attitude problem, she's allowed to have an attitude problem and be pissed that this is happening to her and that she can't have a normal life. And, um, so I think she gets a wrap. That's that, like, that I, uh, she's a teenager, also. Like, she's a, right, like all teenagers should have a bad attitude. Like, and, like I said, even adults that had that kind of responsibility, like I said, I know this is all fake. Uh, I just got really pissed about listening to it because I was like, "Listen, she's got a lot of shit that, right, that is going on. Like, and yeah, she can like she can suck, but like normal teenagers can be shitty friends too, and they don't have to worry about saving the world from freaking vampires and demons. So, like, back off. I got really protective of yeah, Buffy. Right. So anyway, she gets a bad rap um, as a friend, and like I said, nobody is perfect, um, but Buffy has been my idol since I was like in third, fourth grade. So, um, I just, I would, I would want to be her friend. I've drank half of this bottle. So this, I'm
0: I'm on my third old fashioned. mm -hmm. So we're in trouble, but a
1: little bit more old
0: than fashion.
1: Um, what question you got next?
0: So the opposite of my last question, what fandom, friendship do you think really isn't us at all Ooh. like female female friendship specifically right. like what is one that you like or like Ooh, i will say for this one like the best that i could come up with i had to reach outside of my own personal fandom oh into interesting. An, into an adjacent fandom that i okay. have friends and family
1: who like this fandom but not
0: me per se.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so I want to know your shirt. Uh part.
0: mine is uh uh lorelei and Suki from the Gilmore Girls.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Oh, How many so different girls have you ever watched? Oh, I mean it's
0: it's at least double digits, if not triple digits. Oh
1: wow, more than I my,
0: thought My brother and my mom were both Oh, I love Gilmore Girls. I think my thing with it is not so much that I'm just like, ugh, they aren't us at all. I just feel like that is the first thing that comes into my mind of like fat person is friends with a not fat person. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I, you know, like there have been people that have told me like, oh, we're like you and Paige are like those two. And I was like, not really. Like, like, just in the sense that it's like a fat person being very close to a not fat person like we have a very close relationship and we rely on each other yes that much is true but like our actual personalities are not that similar so I think that is more why that was my first thing was I was like you know I think that people tend to lump like, the fat friend in traditional media is usually, like, the bubbly sidekick. Right. That the main character is there to support or, like, you know, like, I see the, you know, the real her. It's just such a trope. And I guess that's, like, the, again, as someone who is not a huge fan of the show and has not seen, like, every single episode or anything like that... <laughs> like, looking from the outside in, like, just being, like, like, oh, of course, like, you know.
1: I had an original answer, and then I kind of, like, changed midway through, and now I can't even remember what my original answer was. Um, I think why this one is hard for me is because, uh, like I said before, I think so many friendships are so different from ours um because of the fact that like so many female friendships are competitive in right. or like not really friends right like that, yeah like female friendships are portrayed really badly in media like we've said and um it's
0: been the most interesting thing about when we talked about doing this episode and like coming up with the questions and then getting the listener questions is like thinking about like oh like there really aren't that many that immediately spring to mind
1: right you know uh, I remember my first one out so my original answer was literally anyone from the tv show the girls just because they're oh all so God, terrible a,
0: that is a great that is a good <laughs> that is good that is a good one
1: I like that show like I that
0: watched the that thing stuff. like we both kind of watched that with the same thing of like I watched it first and I was like uh like here's the thing like I enjoy I the like, show oh, no. I hate the
1: characters and
0: like I was like there's n- like none of them are likable mm-hmm. like they are all so self centered and petty and like it's just such a weird vibes all around like, it's so unrelatable because they all like they
1: are awesome. it tries right. to portray like struggling in new york right. but like none of them ever really truly struggle like they always manage to get by <laughs> right. and,
0: like, and also they're living in like like none of them are in like roach
1: infested like you know yeah. like it's just like if you've seen you know like it's about this group of like 4 fourish friends um And, you know, like they're different stories and, you know, um, just like different struggles they have with each other and different struggles they have with men, you know, like their lives, but, but at the core, it's, it's their friendship and they just, they're terrible to each other. Mm -hmm. And I know like, you know, like sometimes, yeah, that is how it is, but that's just, um, you know, like as much as we are different people and we don't, you know, like we don't see eye to eye on everything. Like there are very few times that I can say that we were terrible to each other. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. just one of those that I'm like, okay, that's like, a, a, you know, the furthest thing from, yeah. from yeah. what I've experienced in friendship and especially with our friendship. So that's my answer. That was good. All right. Thank you. All right. What is your favorite female friendship movie?
0: Oh, movie. Specifically movie. I mean,
1: yeah. I think movie.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Fried Green Tomatoes. Ooh. Good call. Um, Fried Green Tomatoes. It is, again, it's less so in the movie. I haven't read the novel, but from what I understand, it's more explicit in the novel that they might have something romantic going on. Mm -hmm. But like- Again, I like the fact, like, it's interesting that, you know, they know each other pretty much their whole lives. They go from this place of being like, kind of like animosity or hostility and then going through this tragedy together. And then they kind of grow apart. But then like when shit gets really, really serious, they're there for each other. So You know, it may not be super fan to me, I guess, but like, like, I just freaking love that movie. I don't know anyone who doesn't like that movie. And I love right. fried green tomatoes. It's They're great. Delicious. It's one
1: of my favorite foods. That is like, if there's fried green tomatoes on an appetizer list, I'm getting it.
0: The tomatoes are, but like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like fried green tomatoes is one of those things. Like people get real particular, like.
1: I don't know if I've ever had a fried green tomato at a restaurant that I haven't liked. Oh,
0: we live two very different lives when it comes to Franklin.
1: <laughs> if you're not putting cornmeal
0: in your batter, throw it in the garbage can. It's got to be even slice. It's got to have cornmeal in the batter. And it's got to be a, at least a little bit spicy. Like you got to put some cayenne yeah, or, yeah, cayenne or something. It's
1: peppers, for be sure. a little
0: bit spicy. And then it has the sauce is
1: also a huge thing.
0: Anyway, Fried Green Tomatoes. Like, if I have to pick a movie, Fried Green Tomatoes, definitely.
1: So for me, I've already mentioned Yaya, so I'm not going to mention that one again, but I really do love that movie. Um, But I think, when I think of favorite, or of, uh, like, female friendship movies, and it's been years since I've even seen this, um, I have two. Um, The first one I think of, though, is Now and Then.
0: Oh, shit. God. I Rosie O'Donnell, that's all I remember. Rosie
1: O'Donnell, Christina Ricci, like it's just Christina Ricci. Yeah, baby Christina Ricci's in it. I need to like I want to go watch that again now. I remember Rosie O'Donnell. It uh Devin Sawa. Shit,
0: Devin Sawa. (laughs) This is like Like, childhood.
1: Yeah. It was just like it was just, I don't know. I It was just amazing. Um, and it just really showed, like, once again, it's one of those, like, children to adult friendship movies, yeah. um, which I think really resonates with me because because of us, probably. Um, I mean, at the time it did it, but it was just one of those movies that kind of stuck with me. And it's, it you know, it's, it's just got so many, I don't know, I just loved it. I think i've seen it but i don't remember it very well uh it's uh, been a long time i remember like i remember, I remember like i remember seeing a ritchie stuffing her bra i remember mm. um i remember somebody drowning so that's the first one that came to my mind um but my runner-up is steel magnolias
0: Ooh, that is a good one uh I didn't like now and like la- uh, now and then I keep wanting to call it now and later like the fucking candy
1: like the candy. Um,
0: I would never have thought of that that one steel magnolias though is one was a good one, yeah, so that is my answer, so this is kind of similar to some that we've been that we've already done, but I'm gonna ask it anyway, all right. So, if we could hang out with any group, it doesn't have to be necessarily a pair, but any group of female friends from fandom, who would you pick?
1: Like, who do I think we would get along best with? Well,
0: not necessarily, just who would you wanna hang out with? You could wanna hang out with people that we wouldn't <laughs> like and then we can be petty and make fun of them after a while.
1: <clears throat> here's, here's the thing i know my answer okay. um okay so <laughs> i'm gonna give you an actress's name and then um a character name okay because i don't remember the actress's name uh i think Which i might name? yeah okay um so becca um the actress is anna kendrick and fat amy from pitch perfect oh that's fair uh yeah I just think we would have fun with them. Like, um, I just watched Pitch Perfect, uh, or well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, my stepsister was watching it earlier when I was talking with her. And I was just like, I'm like, I forgot how much I enjoy this movie. And when I think of like you and I, so this is really what made me think of it, is when I think of like female friendships, like you and I are kind of like, we kind of stick to each other. Like, we don't really pair well with other people for mm-hmm. the most part. Does that make sense? Like, no, it does because like we, we we have a lot of inside jokes. Like, there's a lot of history. We have very specific humor that you and I like share. Well, and- we talked
0: about before. I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast. I think we have, but like how like when we the two of us go to a convention with like my brother or like a friend like, how that can be, like, intimidating, you know, like, to
1: to another person, right,
0: like, not, because not only do we have, like, it's been almost, like, third wheel situation that we've had before, right, not only have we been friends to get forever, but, like, we also have the podcast together, so, like, we've definitely had some incidents, we're very, we're very used
1: to it just being the two of us, and it's been like that since we became friends, like, because we became such close friends so quickly, I feel like, like, for the longest time, and we are very like, I feel like we're almost kind of territorial of each other. We're like, no, that's we my are. person. Like, we both are. We both are. Right. Like that's like, that's, like, that's my person, like back off. So like, I think a lot of times where I'm going with this is I a lot of times we don't always mesh well with other people. Like it's almost easier if it's the two of us and no yeah. other people. The two people that I think that we mesh well with, um, female wise. And like we always have a good time with is Sheila and Amy. So that's
0: it's funny that you say that because when I was thinking about this one, I thought kind of the exact same thing. I was like, "You and I never hang out with other people, like right. unless it's like our family, moms, or, my or cousins, right. like really like our moms, your husband and kids, my others. Yeah, like there's no." Like, we very rarely, like, every once in a while, but we very rarely, like, hang out with each other's friends or anything like that. But then I got to thinking, I was, like, Sheila and Amy. Like, you know, like, I mentioned it before, like, I thought I was, like, done making friends, but I was, like, you know. um, But that is, like, where you went is exactly where I went because I tried to think of, like, real life, you know, like, people that, female friends
1: that we hang out with right like I said like those are those are two those are two women that we mesh so well with and like you know like it's not just like me and Amy are friends and you and Sheila are friends like we can mix and match and it's so weird because we're all so very different and we just all get along so well Mm -hmm. and like um and they just remind me of Pitch Perfect and Mm -hmm. So that's where that answer came from. (laughs) I want to start crying. What you're doing right now. So just for context, I, I just texted while we were recording our friends, Sheila and Amy, that we were just talking about in our group text message. (laughs) And I just told (laughs) them that we were talking (laughs) about them and I missed them. Look at the gif and tell everybody what the gif is that Amy said. Oh no, I'm just going to cry. No. oh
0: it is I'll describe for you the gift listener I am gonna cry <laughs> it is a pitch perfect gift and it's fat Amy outlining a heart on her shirt see uh,
1: I told you like it, that's like, what I think of it's
0: just, like I said like there it's it's just one of those things that I I know I've said this a thousand times on the, the podcast but I thought I was done making friends. Like I didn't think that I was outgoing enough or that that was something that I could realistically do. And that is why their friendship means so much to me. So again, my brain went, uh, to like, all my brain went to like, um, Sheila and Amy because they are, like you said, like female friends that we are all like, that we have in real them. life. But I didn't think of Pitch Perfect because I was more trying to think of someone that reminds me of yeah. and Amy and like Phantom. And I couldn't think of anyone that, like, when I think of Amy, I'm like Captain America. <laughs> like, right. That's not a lady. That's Chris Evans. That well, is so, Chris Evans like I had to think of so basically I made it a like I like I I just like this like you said it was the hardest 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 one because like and I know it's not like important quote right. unquote but
1: we always want to give thought to the questions right right
0: where this is a real fucking random one <laughs> and like it's extra random I it think you, you will probably know why my mind went there. Here is my answer, Minnie Mouse and Daisy Duck.
1: Well, we love we love Final Disney.
0: Because we both love Disney. And I feel like, especially in like some of the newer media, they have more fully formed personalities. Yeah. Um, you know? So like again, Kate perfect, that's a better answer i will acknowledge that (laughs) where my brain like i just spent so much time trying to find like i could find female characters that reminded me of sheila i could find female characters that reminded me of amy but i couldn't think of any female friendships in fandom that reminded me of sheila and amy together like the same fandom so, like I said, Pitch Perfect is a better answer. because like, We both know, went and Sheila. Sheila and Amy. <laughs> right. Like I said, we both went Sheila and Amy. It's just, I was like racking my brain trying to think of a fandom friendship that was mm-hmm. like Sheila and Amy. I was like, the mice from Cinderella? And I was like, hmm, you don't have fully formed personalities. The only reason you're thinking of those is because Sheila's such like a sewer right like like literally i was just like i rocked my brain and i just cannot think of any so like i said pitch perfect is a good one but i would not have like i did not think of it i was literally like uh, trying to like i said i thought of a lot of i was trying like i was trying to think of like characters for one of them first and then like do they have a friend that reminds me of the other one Right.
1: I never come up with anything.
0: So that's where I came up with Minnie and Daisy because I just got Disney on the brain. Fair. Okay. Um,
1: so my next question is, and this is my last like me question. Okay. Um Pete's which question. Fe- me. Oh. Um, which female characters from different okay. fandoms do you think would make good friends? Oh, that is a really good one
0: that's a good one mm. Um, uh i who do i think i think of someone who reminds me of me and someone who reminds me of you
1: oh that's not what i did so go ahead that's
0: what i'm gonna do because that's how my brain works uh i think who reminds me of you and who reminds me of me
1: Oh, yeah I'll go first so you can think oh, from oh the- my God. Um, so I did not go off of you and I I went off of uh, their characters and fandom um, and I went with Felicity from Arrow and Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, Felicity from Arrow she's like tech she's hacking the system she's um, super smart she's like she's the brains of the operation basically and I felt like Willow is the same and I felt like if you got them both in the same room they would like basically make fun of the main characters and be like oh my gosh they don't get it you know like I just felt like they were very and maybe and maybe this wouldn't work maybe they would be too similar but I felt like they're just very similar characters but also different enough that I think they would get along I will say your answer kind of influenced me
0: not 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 really i didn't pick either of those like i was like i didn't just copy you i'm gonna pick because i'm not really super i don't know the character from arrow at all i have seen zero like i don't even think i've seen clips from arrow right i think i'm going to pick b from being puppy cat and barbara gordon from Ooh, like when she's she oracle Bar- oracle barbara gordon not batgirl barbara gordon and my main reasoning for this is a i needed to come up with something so i didn't take another 45 minutes to try to think about <laughs> it and b no pun intended because b but, is like such kind of a mess and does not have her shit together But also is like a robot, yeah. Probably. Spoiler alert. Maybe I. Whoopsie. And Barbara Gordon is so like, she's a techie. So that's the part that kind of influenced me. So like, you know, makes sense for a techie to be friends with a robot, and she's like very focused and organized. And, you know, has her shit together, you know, is kind of helping keep this chaos of Gotham and like Batman and her dad, you know, organized or, you know, like on track, I guess. So, Oracle, Barbara Gordon, and B from being Puppy Cat. I
1: mean, I think that's a good answer. So to wrap things up, um, we're going to finish off with our last listener question, which is uh, describe your ideal Valentine's Day. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I think like
0: Hobbit Party. So watch the Lord of the Rings movies, Uh eat The Lord of the Rings food. Have a couple drinks. Relax. Chill. Talk shit. You know, like the Lord of the Rings are movies that we've seen 9,000 times, so like Mm -hmm. visiting or something, it's not like anything. So that, I guess, like, you know, like, have some mead, have some uh charcuterie or some little tarts, or you know, Mm -hmm. bars, and just
1: chillax and watch Lord of the Rings. That sounds like a blast. Um, so I think about this a little bit because I knew it was going to be our last question. So I think, especially for you and I, I think my ideal Valentine's Day would—and this is like ideal, you know, like um would be (laughs) we spend the day like a good majority of the day in epcot and we go get like early afternoon massages um and then just go to dinner and just kind of veg out by the pool at disney uh here's the thing if it's ideal
0: fucking maelstrom (laughs) like (laughs) well but we can't bring back things well it's
1: ideal that's fair ideally just like we sit on maelstrom at 8 a.m and we don't get off till 8 p.m no because we also got to ride living with the land that's fair yeah no i think i think just because we love disney so much and but and we both like like massages and Mm -hmm. i think like i think if we went to any other park it would be like a kind of stressful day trying to get on and off of of, um rides like getting into certain rides so i would say like epcot it's chill like we eat we drink we walk around it wouldn't be like, like a hard pressured day and we could go get massages and just like really just have a disney vibe day where there's like no pressure and ends with massages sounds like the perfect Valentine's day yeah that's a that's a good answer like so i do have one other i do have a question for you i don't have an answer i just thought of it i was like man we didn't talk about cosplay at all um but so what is a female like duo friend duo that you would like to cosplay? Like us to cosplay in the future, female friend duo, or like you think it would be fun to cosplay. It has to be a duo, not like two out of a larger group. It could be two out of a larger group. Mm-hmm. I just meant because there's two of us. In maybe the Golden duo.
0: Girls would get old. <laughs> like I think the Golden Girls would be fun because mm-hmm. it would be like pretty, like you no know, normal clothes, but still recognizable and like it's not super fan of me per se I've definitely seen people cosplay them before mm-hmm.
1: so for me I don't I don't know if this I mean I think it counts because we've not done this together um but you mentioned earlier Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and you were always Poison Ivy which is fine um but you know maybe sometime we can do instead of Catwoman and Poison Ivy Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy yeah yeah like again you did harley quinn for our
0: like makeup like well yeah like from the neck up up, yeah right neck up cosplay challenge Mm -hmm. and so it might be interesting yeah like you know maybe it's time maybe it's time for me to switch it up from catwoman for a minute (laughs) there you go uh yeah, that would be. That's kind of where my immediately my mind went. But I was like, oh well, but I've already done, right? Like, maybe like three times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, it would be different for me. It wouldn't be much different for you, but uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know, it's, like, it's again, not a new. We've done before. My is just
0: such like a character that like I vibe with. i was gonna it's say also, she's such a vibe. She's just like there's so much fun stuff you can do. They're right. like really. Any character that's been like reproduced across a lot of different media, like, you know, she's been in like cartoon TV, comic books, live action stuff. Right. Like Same thing with Catwoman. You just have a lot of freedom there. Like a lot of room to be creative and still Mm -hmm. be recognizable, which is nice. So I think that's part of the reason why I kind of gravitate towards her.
1: Yeah, so that's our Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, Valentine's
0: Day. I think it's nice. I that liked we, it. Yeah, I think it's nice that we focused on, because like you said, because it is so rare that we kind of focused on female friendships, because that's what Valentine's yeah. Day is all about. We haven't really, you know, like mm. the times we cosplayed for Valentine's Day, we were for Magdalene and Janice Cole, which is still... Some of my favorite, like just random cosplay challenge type, problems. right?
1: Well, I told you, like when we were kind of talking about this episode, oh, yeah, I googled. I about that. I, I googled Valentine's Day cosplay, just to kind of like spark something in my brain for an episode idea before the like questions became an option, right. and um our picture popped up, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I still in- don't think about having like stuff up there that would pop up when you google but like a lot of times if you type in cosplay like our our podcast comes up and like you know like so that's exciting yeah. I hope yeah I was gonna say
0: like I hope someone has like it I'm gonna just choose to believe that this has happened because it would make me happy that just some random person that knows fuck all about who we are or the podcast or anything just googled like Galentine's Day costume or Galentine's Day cosplay and they saw us and they're like oh that's
1: cute that's right that's just the hope i have like i don't think that's if that didn't happen just pretend like it didn't email us and be like yeah we just
0: happened they're listening to the podcast like they would they would know that's us right i mean i guess if they don't follow the socials at all do you think there's anyone listening to the podcast that doesn't follow the socials at all (laughs) <laughs> Maybe they want the mystery of not what we really look like, and they like picturing us That's as like a version. That's fair. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. So, guys, if you don't follow us on social media, you should. I mean, unless oh. you just like that mystery. But we're on Facebook the thing, and Instagram. But, you know, like, just have no other reason, like, to see the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, you gotta let me. You gotta let me roll into. I'm trying to, to do a transition. I'm trying to do a transition and you're really screwing it up. Sorry. You You should follow us on social media. Guys, we're, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplaying Cocktails Pod. We also have some pretty quality content over on the TikTok and you can find us there at Cosplaying Cocktails. We're a yeah, lot of fun. I'll- follow us on socials. You can send us stuff there. You can just follow along. You can you know the things you do on social media or you can email us and interact that way and that's where jesse hangs out yeah if you
0: prefer to just keep picturing us as little cartoons
1: right, uh, right, right, right.
0: then you can instead go to our website which is www.podpage.com forward slash cosplay pod um uh or you can email. So at our website, you can see all of the episodes. They're sorted by season and by category. Uh, so you can check them out, like whatever you're most interested in. You can contact us there. You can find the podcast on really whatever player we're on, just about everything. So whatever player you're listening to podcasts on, you can find it there. If you want to download a couple more players and subscribe to us please feel free by all means uh new year new podcast player maybe uh consider it uh give it a try if you don't want to check out the website i will be a little sad because i worked real hard on it but uh you can just email us directly you can uh there's a contact us link on the web page you can contact us there or you can email us you can send us weird fish pics, interesting plants, and mushrooms. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Cosplay pictures that you want featured. Fresh. Cosplayers, yep. should interview, episode ideas, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes. Really? You, as long as it's not mean or hateful, send it to me. We want to see it. it. I'll read it. We get all kinds of like, hi, my name's Jam- Jamarcus, and I all your podcast, and i want to help you get 50 million followers like if i read that junk i'll read your email you can email us anything that's not mean mm-hmm. to www that's not how an email address goes mm-hmm. instead it works why don't you try sending it to cosplay and cocktails pod at gmail.com mm,
1: that's gmail.com
0: um Okay, are we done? Yeah, that was like a six-hour episode, so I think we're probably done. <laughs>
1: I'm going to have so much fun editing this. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, bye. Bye.